0: Members of uh, Parliament, distinguished guests, it is an honor and privilege to welcome you all to this auspicious occasion, the swearing-in ceremony of the President-elect. It gives me great pleasure to respectfully invite the Honorable Chief Justice of the Republic of South Africa, Chief Justice Mughueng Mughueng, to commence with the swearing-in ceremony of the president-elect, the Honorable Chief Justice.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Program Director. Program Director, Director General in the Presidency, Dr. Lubisi. Your Excellency, the President-Elect of the Republic, Memo Mottsepe, Speaker, Distinguished Guests, Ladies and Gentlemen, it is a great honor and privilege to invite our President-Elect of the Republic of South Africa to take an oath or affirmation, so I have to clear it out first your excellency is it going to be an oath or an affirmation oath maybe we should cross affirmation i've heard some say i swear i affirm just to avoid confusion <laughs> would you please rise as the President elect and say after me, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay.
0: clears
2: throat> let's commence. In the presence of everyone assembled here,
0: in the presence of everyone assembled here.
2: And in full realization of the high calling, I
0: assume, And in full realization of the high calling, I assume,
2: As President of the Republic of South Africa,
0: As President of the Republic of South Africa, I, I, Matamera Cyril Ramaphosa,
2: Swear that I will be faithful to the Republic of South Africa.
0: Swear that I will be faithful to the Republic of South Africa and will obey and will obey observe observe
2: uphold uphold and maintain the Constitution
0: and maintain the Constitution
2: and all other law of the
0: Republic and all other law of the Republic
2: and I solemnly and sincerely promise
0: and I solemnly and sincerely promise
2: that I will always
0: that I will always
2: promote all that will advance the republic.
0: Promote all that will advance the republic
2: and oppose all that may harm it.
0: And oppose all that may harm it.
2: Protect and promote the rights of all South Africans
0: protect and promote the rights of all south africans
2: discharge my duties with all my strength
0: discharge my duty with all my strength
2: and talents
0: to the best of my knowledge and talents and to the best of my knowledge and ability and ability and true to the dict deep-
2: Of my conscience.
0: And true to the dictates of my conscience. Do justice to all. Do justice
2: to all. And devote myself to the well being of the Republic.
0: And do justice to the well being of the Republic.
2: And all of its people.
0: And all of its people.
2: Would you please raise your right hand? As the president-elect and saying, so help me God.
0: So help me God.
1: have there is uh, the fifth Democratic President of the Republic of South Africa, Cyril Ramaphosa. And uh, many would say that even though they would have hoped for this day, at least some, they certainly uh, can't believe that it has happened as quickly as it happened, especially if you think about how a week and a half ago there seemed to be. Uh, a very little direction or c- certainty on what will happen, whether or not the State of the Nation address will be delivered by former President uh, Jacob Zuma who resigned last night uh, almost at the midnight hour at 11pm or whether Cyril Ramaphosa had been rumoured uh, to do or that, that the, those were the plans would actually be indeed elected and inaugurated as uh, the President of the Republic of South Africa Well, there it is. The President of the Governing Party and now President of the Republic has uh, now taken his oath in office in front of uh, uh, his uh, colleagues uh, from the National Assembly saying to uh, the members of the House earlier on that regrettably he will no longer be a member of the House. You remember that the uh, President of the Republic of South Africa is not a member of uh, Parliament. So We will uh, find out uh, from uh, other quarters in society how they're reacting to this moment, just how significant it is. Uh, We've heard from the various political parties, most of them uh, congratulatory warmth in their reception warm in their reception of him Uh, but uh, a word of caution being given by many of them saying that uh, we're going to give you the benefit of the doubt we're going to give you a chance but you must prove yourself you have to do away with uh, what we consider the ills bedeviling south africa at the moment it's 21 minutes past five Uh, we'll speak to professor stephen friedman in just a moment
2: what's happened to the life insurance policies you bought over the years The ones to provide for your family when you're gone. The ones to see you through retirement. When last did you check if they are still in force and what they are worth? Finding out used to be a hassle. Now an online search engine that gives you full report for free. It's called Verify. Verify with an I. For more, go to verify.co.za. Hello, George speaking.
1: Hi, George. This is Nick from the IT department. How are you today? George, we've noticed some suspicious activity on your computer and would like to run an updated virus scan. Sure, what do you need me to do? I've just emailed you a file. Simply open the attachment
0: and run the application.
1: This will give me complete control of your computer and I will be able to steal your confidential information. Be cautious when opening attachments on your
0: computer or mobile phone. Criminals are out to steal your confidential information so that they can use it to access your online banking and steal your money. A warning brought to
3: you by Sabrekt. EM Live with Sepiso Makwekla, tackling the toughest topics only on SAFM.
1: And it's 22 and a half past five. Hello and welcome. You're listening to PM Live here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. We've just uh, witnessed uh, Cyril Matema Ramaphosa being uh, uh, inaugurated, uh, sworn in as uh, the fifth Democratic president of South Africa. And uh, we look at this uh, momentous occasion with... Uh, research professor at the University of Johannesburg, Professor Stephen Friedman. Uh, He joins us now on the line. A very good evening to you, Professor, and thank you so much for speaking to us. As uh, I was saying to the listeners earlier on, depending on which side of the fence you sit, from which prism you look at this, uh, uh, for some it's a dream, and and the fact that it's come true is also equally, um, should I say, uh, surprising, surreal, because... um, while there was talk that this was going to happen, uh, until almost the midnight hour yesterday, it was almost inconceivable. And um, there were also, there was also expectations that opposition parties would go along. But there was always a fear of some sort of glitch uh, before Cyril Ramaphosa becomes president. So how should we be, you know, distilling in this moment?
3: I've been, thanks, Peter. Look, uh, I, I'm not quite sure it was quite as surprising as as, as we're suggesting in the last couple of days. I, I mean, it became pretty obvious a couple of days ago where that uh, Mr. Zuma was on his way out, uh, and it seemed likely that Mr. Ramaphosa would replace him. I, I think what is really uh, remarkable and worth commenting on is, you know, if you remember uh, the narrowness of Sir Ramaphosa's win, at NASRIC, uh, if you remember the fact that uh, the AMC leadership is really divided uh, almost equally between people who supported Mr Zuma and people who opposed him um the fact that he's gone um really about you know 6 or 7 weeks after NASRIC uh is is is, is remarkable. Uh you know it, it 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 really indicates that things have moved uh, a lot swifter than people imagine, and of course, one has to add to that the fact that it's it's not only the the change in in, in president. We have the Zondo Commission, uh, which is 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 up and running. Uh, we have a new on board. We have raids on the Gupta family. So, you know, I think things have moved a lot faster since NASREC than anybody could possibly have expected, and so Ramaphosa's Uh, new status as president of the country is is
1: one sign of that. That's the whole point, that if people are saying uh, as much as they knew that it could be uh, in the pipeworks, that it's still surreal. And as you say, things have moved rather swiftly. Um, A day in politics is said as a lifetime, even though we know this, it's an old adage, sometimes Mm. the reality of it does really take you by surprise.
3: Look, what I find remarkable about this, piece, uh, and I've just written something on this which will in the next couple of days, is that given all this, um, there's still a very strong current of, of, of opinion out there from commentators and academics, etc., um, which is is very dismissive of what's been happening over the last six weeks. They're saying, "Well, the ANC allowed itself to be manipulated by Mr. Zuma, and why did they negotiate with him? And why did the process drag on as long as it did?" Etc. I, I must say, I, I I find that very difficult to understand. Um, you know, we're agreeing here that we've had uh, a change. Uh, in six or seven weeks, which uh, some people believed would never happen at all, uh, and that is remarkable for our democracy. And, and to me, to to sort of start, sit on the sidelines and say, "Well, uh, you know, why wasn't it done quickly, etc." Uh, is a very strange sort of attitude. I, I mean, you know, things have moved incredibly quickly, uh, and and one of the challenges uh, to the new president uh, and uh, the leadership which worked Is how they're going to sustain this? Uh, You know how they're going to continue to send signals that they're actually trying to change the ANC, that they're trying to change the country. Mm. Um, So you know, to me, it's uh, you know what needs to be explained is not why this took so long, but why it took so quickly. And, And and in one sense, I'm agreeing that. The fact that it's happened at all uh, in the space of time that it's happened
1: is is, is really what we should. I'm curious about um, your thoughts around the legacy. Um, I mean, for you to. St- start talking about what legacy Cyril Ramaphosa will build or is building you have to reflect back on uh, the legacy accorded to Jacob Zuma by the ANC uh, through its statement yesterday when the NEC reacted to his resignation and if we look back at the various presidents uh, the the five democratic presidents well let's not mention Khalima Mutlante very much but there seems to be saying this one person has achieved this in a vacuum forgetting that there was some sort of program in place by the leader before so if that is the logic then can we safely assume that whatever Cyril Ramaphosa may claim as his legacy in years to come should actually also be accorded to Jacob Zuma
3: well in a negative sense, perhaps. The the, the reality is this, uh, you know, if one is going to be accurate rather than polite. um, Jacob's rumor has left, and I think just about everybody agrees on this, Jacob's rumor has left an organization in crisis. Um, The ANC has lost more than 20% of the votes that it was winning when he became president. So in other words, during its presidency, it's shed 20% or more of the votes that it had. Uh, Everybody in the ANC virtually now talks about uh, a a crisis of trust, uh, of of a need to win back credibility, of a need to win back the confidence of voters. Uh, And really, you know, despite the fact that Cyril Ramaphosa has been officially president for for about uh, five minutes or something like that, I, I think the reality is that he and the people around him are going to be judged by what they do about that. Um, their, their task, you know, no matter how you look at it, their task is to change that. Uh, and, and their first test will, will come in 18 months when we have uh, a new general election. Uh, but, of course, it won't end there. So, I mean, there is general agreement to, to I think, 90% of the people you speak to who are either in the ANC or who follow the ANC that this crisis does exist. Uh, and that the priority uh, is to deal with that crisis. So, you know, we're going to see over the next few years how they do uh, but there's no doubt that Ramaphosa and the people with him are going to be judged by how they tackle
1: this crisis. I know it's a, a difficult question to ask you to answer briefly Prof but I, I have to do this the, uh, those who are of the opinion the people are too quick to dismiss uh, the support that President Jacob Zuma has especially at grassroots that it's alive and well that there are actually some say a lot less people who supported his resignation your response to that?
3: Obviously he has support, uh, you know, we're not, you know, you know even with a loss of 20 percentage points, sorry, 20 points, uh, 20%, not 20 percentage points, uh, the ANC is still a majority party in the country. Uh, you know, people point to KwaZulu-Natal particularly, uh, but obviously Mr. Zuma has, has support uh, in the country. There's no doubt about that. Uh, my point is that, you know, despite the fact that he has support in the country, You know, if you simply look at the obvious measures, like how many people are voting for the ANC now and how many people were voting for the ANC nine years ago, uh, the the, the reality is that, um, you know, his his term of office uh, did not advance the ANC. It did not enable the ANC to move forward. Uh, It quite clearly enabled the ANC to move backwards. Now, you can obviously make the point that not all of this was necessarily his fault, that maybe some of it was going to happen anyway. Okay. Uh, but whether all of it is his fault or not, the reality right now is that the ANC has a challenge over the next 18 months to win back literally uh, hundreds of thousands of voters who deserted it.
1: All right, uh, Prof, and- we're going to leave it there. Thank you very much, though, for your time. I do insights Professor Stephen Friedman. He is uh, a research professor at the University of Johannesburg.